Who's got the biggest, the cleanest, the coldest whips of all? Buzz! Can you dig it? Who's never late and never missed a single call? Buzz! Right on time. Who is the man when you need a chauffeur in Duval? Buzz! Damn right. Now listen, when you need a ride to the airport, the bar, a wedding, or anywhere in between, call the man we all know as Mr. Pay-Per-View. Buzz! 904-887-0763. Love you guys. This episode of The Bold Take is brought to you by A1 Sliders, sliding glass door and window repair. I like to think of my sliding glass door on the back of my house as like an airplane, right? It needs to land perfectly and smoothly in the little groove, aka the runway, for proper functionality. If yours isn't, you need to head over to a1sliders.com or give them a call 386-538-6835 for a free estimate of how to get your airplane landing perfectly on your runway. Again, a1sliders.com, 386-538-6835. Give them a call and get that airplane landing smoothly right on that runway. Now back to the bold take. So do we just want to do a two-man podcast? Don't care. I feel like we're going to talk for about 15 minutes. Tops. <clears throat> and then we'll be in bed. And then Cap will be like, the link I told you work. guys I was going to get on. The link, the link doesn't work. I fucking told you, idiots. <laughs> you guys thought COVID was going to stop me? <laughs> Don't you know I'm John Caputo? I'm going to the stadium with COVID. I don't care. <laughs> COVID's fake. Wear a mask. If I wear a mask and you wear a mask like we're supposed to, I can't give it to you. <laughs> I love how you give him like a slime ball Italian accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting the podcast with that. <clears throat> Fuck it. What, <laughs> what are you going to do? Come on out to the beach and get a slice of pizza with me. (laughs) (laughs) So Sleepy Henderson has put on IR. Yeah, that's probably a good thing for For, multiple reasons. For the tank. Yeah, I mean, exclusively for the tank. Um, I know I've been hard on him lately. I thought he played pretty good last week against the Green Bay Packers, how about you? The whole defense kind of played a little bit better than I think we expected, right? 
I think the last two weeks, I almost feel that the Jaguars have such a bum squad playing right now on defense, like talent-wise, that they went just uber basic. And it's not as much of like – I don't know. It doesn't look like the old defense. It just feels like we're playing like we're just manning straight up and we're playing a little zone, playing a little man, and we're blitzing way more than we ever have. Well, I think defense, too, is like hungry guys, like young hungry guys, and you've got young hungry guys now like all over. Like none of them are like outside of like Miles Jack and Schobert. None of them are like proven like paid guys anymore. No, yeah, and I I agree fully. And while you're talking about younger guys in general, I think the young talent on the team is actually pretty solid. I, I feel that even though we're bad and we're all happy we're losing games, I feel like we're better right now than we were earlier in the year, <clears throat> which is kind of a weird thing to say about the Jaguars because they don't often get better as the season goes on. If anything, <laughs> usually the they opposite. get worse. Right. <laughs> so while we're not winning games, I think that's down – like it's strictly down right now like the past – Two weeks ago, it went either way. I think if we had a more serviceable, more of a game manager kind of quarterback than Luton, Luton, um, we probably would have won last week. If we had right. like a Fitzpatrick <laughs> type, we probably would have waxed them. But then at the same time, like we literally scored 13 points on offense. No, it's true. But that's kind of what I'm saying. I, I think that. I mean, obviously, the quarterback's not good enough right now in general, but I think everywhere else they are pretty good. I think James Robinson is more than just, like, the bright spot of the season. I think he's, a like, a bright spot of our franchise moving forward. The guy, he kind of has had a quarterback effect on the offense in a much smaller way than, like, an actual quarterback would. But the difference in what he does when he runs <clears throat> and Fournette in the past – he makes the offensive line look really good. He, like, makes Bald- the offense, like, keeps it efficient, whereas Fournette was, like, killing it, like, stalling it and killing it. 100%. I mean, with him, how many times this year, even though we've been losing games, obviously, um, we don't play from behind the sticks that much unless right. we get a holding penalty, like, you know, the normal shit. Like, we're not, we're not having a lot of second and eight pluses, which has really helped the offense a lot. You know who would have, uh, you know who would have been decent at quarterback and probably won a couple games all out of the Chicago Bears this year. Who's that? Nick Foles. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he sucks so bad that if we would have still had him, James Robinson would be on like the the Chiefs right now, and like Clyde Edwards Hilaire's backup would have like torn his ACL, and those two would be like the best duo in the league, and. It just it would be a whole different universe. So, yeah, because he is, um, he is a cancer. Yeah, and like, dude, think about it. If we didn't get rid of Nick Foles, we would be in this tank, but we would be like two and whatever, and then eventually three and whatever, and we would probably finish five and eleven. And that's really the problem with Nick Foles. We all knew that all along, and I mean, here we are, a whole year later, a whole season later. Anyway, we're still talking about the guy, but. I feel like it's almost, and like not to make light of it, but it's almost like a PTSD football thing. Like we just can't seem to get a good quarterback. And then because we can't get a good quarterback, we say the stupid shit. Like I just said that James Robinson has like a quarterback light 
impact on the offense because what the fuck else are we supposed to talk about? Until we have a good quarterback, we're never going to be anything more than what we are now besides maybe like, oh, we're a definite five-win team or six-win team. We're never going to be a successful football team until we get a successful quarterback. And it's not like rocket science. It's how it is across the whole league. So, I don't know, man. The young dudes are playing good, and I just wish we could see what they could do with a more efficient, more talented, even the rookie, like, slumps and year two slumps. What we could get from a quarterback that plays better, I feel like the talent on the team in other spots would have similar increase, like obvious increases like the offensive line has with James Robinson. Yeah, and it seems like like that's kind of why I brought up the defense playing decent. It's like the the past couple of weeks, like we've lost, but the games have been close and kind of entertaining, and that's with a you know a quarterback who's obviously not great. So it kind of makes you right. feel good if we can lose him out, get a Fields in here, and you know put him with the the young people pieces around who are kind of showing rising, promise. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah. so, like here, I guess I'll just ask you straight up. <clears throat> Say this week we know Luton's playing, but Next week, it sounds like Minshew might be healthy enough to play quarterback. Which one are you picking to play quarterback for the rest of the year, assuming we're going to get regular Gardner Minshew? I would rather have Luton play for the rest of the year. So you want to lose out. I think he's a little bit worse. Right on. That's what I was going to ask. So you think that Jake Luton is a worse quarterback than Gardner Minshew right now? Right now. Yeah. So so. do you think – Excuse me, I had five guys with JB. It was awesome. Em- emphasis um, on right now. Okay, see, that's what I, that's kind of where I'm going. So, when you look at the tools and what he has to offer, who would you rather keep on the roster next year, assuming we draft a quarterback with one of the top two picks? Lute, I'd rather have Luton as a backup next year. And shit, while we're here, let's just have fun with this. How are you getting rid of Gardner Minshew? Because you can't keep him as a third quarterback. Yeah. Um. That's a good question that I'm really I don't really know the answer to. Yeah. Because he's almost like too good for you to trade him. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to get what you feel like you should get for him and he's still cost controlled. So, I think the, the what the team is probably going to do is keep him as the backup and they can still stash Luton. Yeah. But I can see that. I just like the tool, I guess, and I guess that's probably the more pragmatic move. Mm. But, I mean, Gardner is like an ideal backup. I just like the tools that Luton has, and I think if he can kind of, you know, project a little more. No, I feel you. And for as many plays as Luton has, like even in his first game against the Texans, where a lot of those balls could have been caught by the, the Texans, and that game is a blowout. Like we get blasted. For sure. his, his numbers look terrible. He He's definitely right worse right now. Right. And – but I guess what I'm saying is we've seen him play bad. We've seen him make really bad throws, like to genuinely make you say like, you know, what are you doing? But then also we see something like that touchdown pass that he throws and it looks like there's no one there. And he, you know, he fits it in a window. That's the size of he whipped it in there. Seriously. Like it's like a five by or three by five picture and he Puts it right there. On the I think part set. of it too. I think part of it too, psychologically, is just um, when one quarterback loses too much, or you see the same thing out of them, like poor performance-wise, too much the same way, like we've seen with Minshew, kind of like 
struggle with the arm and like struggle with the batted passes and being small you kind of just mentally in your head you're like all right i'm done with this shit i don't want to watch this shit anymore so i want to see the guy who does something different that's six six that can throw it a little bit more so maybe part of it is that too you're on mute i can't hear you i'm sorry the dogs are barking but i'm saying uh i think that's true and we know it's evident because when we've had you know, the really low-grade starters. Who's everyone's favorite player on the offense? I mean, everyone wants to watch the backup quarterback play, whether it was Gerard with Leftwich or Chad Henney and Gabber. And even when we drafted Bortles, he didn't play right away. Henney played. Everyone wanted Bortles right away, which is a little different because we didn't know what he was. But then it keeps going, and look what happens to Nick Foles. Okay, he gets hurt, and who do we all want? Well, we want the backup to play, a six-round pick. One year later, what happens? Gardner Minshew gets hurt. What do we want? Well, we want the backup to play. So it just shows you that what you're saying is true in the sense of, like, it's just the other guy, so let me see what he's got because I'm already pretty confident um, that I know what the original guy has. Right. Well, that'll all change when we have fields. No doubt. I kind of, like – I'm. I'm almost talking myself, not not talking myself, I really like Fields as a prospect, but I'm getting to where I'm not even seeing Trevor Lawrence in the picture. Yeah. And I'm just assuming he's going to go number one and we're not going to have the number one pick. And that's totally cool because I think Justin Fields is super dope and yeah. I'd be so pumped to have him. Yeah. So the Bottom line is there's at least two, maybe more quarterbacks that are big upgrades for us in this draft. Yeah. And we'll get into it later, but I, I definitely agree. Um, I don't really want to talk about it right now. I'm sure you're okay with that. Same. But um, if we if something terrible happens, then I don't even want to bring it up, and we end up not picking second because we're picking first, of course. But no, um, we'll 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 get there at a later date. This team is clearly managing the tank at this point, though. I think so. Especially, I don't really want to say too much because it's like super fresh news, but. The C.J. Henderson IR thing, like that's where we started. It just um, it just smells funny. Let's just say that. I mean, I disagree. You don't think it smells funny? Not at all. Nope. Can you smell I, anything right now? I can. can. <laughs> I can actually still for right now anyway. Um, no, I, I don't think that it. Yeah, sorry, I'm jumping in here. I know I haven't been on the episode at all yet. Uh, hey, John. I am here. Hey, John. Mr. Um, Mr. Cap Caputo. Yeah, I'm uh, COVID Cap for this episode the uh breaking news here on the podcast your boy has tested positive for the rona one Um, third of the bull take (laughs) pod is on the covid reserve list yep yep i'm on the covid reserve list for at least uh i guess 10 days or so Um, sad so you know keep your boy in your in your thoughts hopefully uh doesn't get too much worse than what I've got. But, uh, no, as far as the tank, I don't think that they're actually actively trying to tank at all. I don't think they're good enough to do that. Um, I don't think that they're aware enough or uh, – I just – judging by the way Marone has played all of his press conferences and his reaction to games, I don't think that he uh, – yeah, I, I don't think that there's any way – that they're actively really trying to tank. I, I don't give them enough credit to even try and do that personally. So I guess, I guess what I'd like to ask you then, and I haven't talked to you at all about it, but why are there like rumblings? I'll just say it. Like, why are there rumblings that he's not hurt and they're just stashing him? 
Sorry, I had a headphone malfunction. Um, I I think that they are stashing him for a few weeks. It's easy. He's a little banged up. Um, the, I think there's a difference between them managing the tank and then also knowing that there's nothing to play for this season. So, yeah, but but that but if he's not banged up, they say he's not hurt at all. He's just straight up not playing. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't believe that. So um, true. You know, Fake news I, media. Yeah, I mean, I I think at this point in the season, everybody's banged up. And if you know, if they got a if they ran, I mean, an MRI, they ran an MRI on him and there shows anything, yeah, sit his ass down for for a little while. He can come back in what three weeks. Um, yeah. So you know you got to have a room. You got to have a space for DJ Hayden coming back as well. You know it's good timing there. It makes it easy. Whatever. There's certainly um, no point in running a top ten pick out there, uh, even if you're not tanking at this point in the season. I just think it's funny because before the Packers game, I didn't see him make a play for three weeks. So what the fuck was he doing then? He hasn't been playing for weeks. Um, he's been hibernating. <laughs> so he's that's definitely that's that time of year. It's that time of year he's been hibernating. Um, because he's sleepy and <laughs> <laughs> he was taking a nap for, uh, for a few weeks. Good well, it's a good thing that it's a good thing that Dillard snuck him onto his, um, uh, MVT last week since he's going to be out for an extended period. Yeah. He also, like I, like I talked about earlier before you got here, Cap, he played really good this past week. He, he locked, uh, old Devonte Adams down. Um, and he even ripped the ball out on one of those hits. So he had a really good game. Like I, I even mentioned that I talk bad about him often, and I still will because I don't think he's deserved that much positive praise. But um, it's he has it. You cool know, to see has... like a player make plays, especially that's on a bad team. Uh, yeah, and and there's been what three games now with this past game that you can point to and say, wow, you know, he had a really good game. Like yeah, a whole so. a whole good game as a rookie corner is like an impressive thing. Like we're measuring against maybe we're thinking of the Jalen Ramsey measuring stick, but three whole good games is pretty. pretty I, and I'll be I'll, I'll be real with you. I mean, it, he's never gonna be Jalen Ramsey. We know that, right? But, yeah. but what he can be that Jalen really isn't at least till this point in his career is a guy who makes big plays. Right. Um, and he's done that. And so that's in, in those three games where he's played well, he's not just locked people down, but he's made really, really good plays. So, I mean, that, that's encouraging for me. And I think then you have to, when you're looking at sleepy, you have to also look at uh, the fact, you know, you have to look at the other guys that were drafted in the first and second round too. Right. As cornerbacks. I mean, and I, I think, I don't think Akuda's had three, uh, noticeably good games this season right i don't know um, if you know but okuda is terrible yeah well like he, you know he, he's he, not even like not having good games he's like not hardly playing he's terrible i don't they won't even the, like put him in the lineup they had he had one good game like a month ago i feel like where he had against a the jaguars it doesn't count no it wasn't against the jaguars <laughs> it was a different the whole defense game. eight against the jaguars <laughs> but yeah anywho I think that's funny. I mean, I was big on the Okuda train. I was big on the Simmons trade, and they both stink. So, yeah, what do we know? It's funny how that works. So, yeah, Although, we don't know anything. We, Simmons, Simmons has a sack tonight, and uh, <laughs> he looked good in coverage, too, in this game so far. So Nice. I was watching it earlier and playing FIFA. I guess I can turn it on. That's what. Jason P Jason Myers missed a PAT. So, you know. Really? But last week, he hit like a 96-yarder or something stupid like that. Sounds about Jason Myers-like, really. Sarah McLaughlin's <laughs> son was never. Dude, that kid was good. Speaking of, 
uh, fucking drilled that long players. Long. Yeah, playing like where was he? Like we've had how many kickers on the team this year, and that guy's the one who comes in and bangs them through. Like he's supposed I don't to do. know. I, well, let's be let's be real here, fellas. Mm-hmm. Now that now that Lambo's down and he sacrificed his uh, his rear end for the tank, um, I don't. I could care less if a kicker makes a kicker on this team makes any field goals or PATs or season. Miss them all. He's gonna Miss make. The, he's gonna make every every field goal for the rest of the year. I know. I, I but I get he's no. Making joy them all, Cap. All of them. He's no. See, them all. I just don't. I don't think it's gonna matter if the fucking field goal kickers making field goals or not. We stink. But it, it might. It might. It could have came down to you know. I mean. Realistically, what what if this past game would have been tied going into the end of the game? <laughs> I'd want that motherfucker to. Or what if we're down by two? You, listen here, Sarah McLaughlin's son, you better miss it. I would I mean, run, out, I would run out on the field game. if it was a home game and block it myself. <laughs> you don't I think go to home games, bro. Week, what are you bro. talking about? <laughs> Damn, he just zapped your ass. Hey, can I have your ticket this week? <laughs> no, I'm selling it to the Steelers fan. I can't believe that God is making you miss Shad Khan's hundredth loss as owner. Oh, isn't that just isn't that just like the Lord? Dude, I'm, that means I'm probably gonna pop positive soon. Why is that? Because I'm. I mean, if you can't see the hundredth loss, why in the hell can I see the hundredth loss? No, probably you haven't. Probably because you haven't been the one freaking counting down for two years. I don't know. Um, I guess it's just like the Lord, the billionaires. True, win. could be. Yeah, they always do, man. They always win. It's like Vegas. They always win. They always win. Nothing yep. but a bunch of winners. No, and I even have T-shirts being made and everything. That's, I guess, they, they, you know, now that I think back on it, that's that's probably the reason. I, yep. I was making up like about a dozen T-shirts that were that were pretty good, um, and I won't even be there. That's so depressing. Yeah. <laughs> it is, young Young Jackson's pretty pretty bummed that he he can't go either. So, um, yeah, man, first. Uh, First game that I'll miss in, I think, eight years, nine years. And then before that, you know, I mean, this is only the second game that I'll miss in the last 15 years, 16 years. So Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. And, and then the week after is home game too, right? Browns game? No, is it? I think I th- so. I don't think so. I think we got a couple weeks. I'm not sure, though. I don't know. So yeah, bummer, man. Don't get the COVID. Don't get you might the be out of the protocol by then. Yeah, um, so we want to do uh, MVT for this week. Sure. Always down to MVT. Who y'all got? Hmm. I know who I got. If you want me to go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah. Kind of you, first. You've obviously thought about it, and the the two mine of us is, haven't. So well, mine is like. Just the obvious one is uh, Luton. I mean, he did not have a very good game. He was like 18 of 35, threw for like 160. Yeah. Took three sacks. Not not a very good game. 13 points on offense. Mm. The rest of the team played pretty decent, so kind of hard to pick anybody else, honestly. I have a pretty easy one. Um, let's give it to... Our pal, uh, Tab and Brian, Doug yeah. Coaston took one to the dome, apparently couldn't play. So Tab and got his starting spot back and he effectively went over in the tackle column and, uh, got pushed around all game and 
as always, when he plays significant amount of snaps, I see hilarious, like, all 22 footage. So, shout out to that guy for being terrible and getting outplayed by someone named Doug Coaston, who wears, like, number 53 or 6 or something awful. So, shout out to you. Um, we hate you. We hope you never come back. You're literally so bad that you're obviously only still on the team because you're a first-round pick, but you really are a um, – Disgrace to the University of Florida, which I don't give a single shit about, and all Jacksonville fans um, across the universe. Easy on my Gators there. Easy. You yeah, don't I'm think he's a that, disgrace though. to the Gator Nation? Uh, the Wyoming wild man? Oh, that guy. Oh, that's who I was going to say during the game, and then I got, you know, work week and forgot about it. Good, good pick, Kat. Yeah. He yeah. played, like, one play and, like, fell over and got beat for a first down on third. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was it. Oh, wow. while we're thinking about that, I wrote something in my notes during the game on Sunday. I like it. You had notes. You're so fucking official now. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder Brent Martineau's telling you to get into this business, man. No, it was just something that I thought about while I was watching the game, and I'm glad that I like wrote it down because so often I think of stuff like while I'm watching the game, and then we record on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I'm just like, I have no idea like what happened during the game. I forgot. But um, during that game this past week, you know, we were in it the whole time. Did you ever, like, catch yourself rooting for the win, like, when they would do good things? That's a great question. That's a no, great but question. I caught you rooting for the win a lot. Absolutely. And that's why I wrote it down. <laughs> and, Kat, what do you, I mean, what do you have to say about it? Because clearly I'm not the only person who thought like that. Like, I, I read the same timeline, you know, most of you guys read, and – there's a lot more like I I don't know the positivity was there in the sense of like we're all so adamant on a tank and loss that certain points in the game it felt like there was a lot of genuine cheering and rooting for the Jaguars yeah I, well I think the perfect the perfect scenario for these last few weeks has been hey play some entertaining ball give us some entertaining moments right? Give us some moments where we can cheer and be excited or at least happy about what we're watching in the moment, but don't fuck this up kind of, you know? Uh, and, and so in that regard, I, you know, I, I, I don't really see it. It's funny. I'm so removed for the first time ever in my life from that feeling, Dilla, that you, that you said, mm -hmm. that feeling of even getting caught in the moment wanting to win. Like I, I have, that has not happened to me yet. I am, you know, happy that they're playing well and that they look decent, but all the while I've got, you know, I've got my, I've got my foot ready to uh, hit the brakes and say, okay, that's enough playing well. Let's, uh, you know, let's, let's throttle it back a little bit. And I did put a tweet out there. I think it was Sunday evening or maybe it was Monday. I think it was Monday um, where I said, you know, look, it's great that they're playing well and that we've all enjoyed this the last few weeks, but, um, we got to buckle down come December. We got to buckle down and we got to, uh, we got to start hoping for some blowouts because the, the worst thing that could happen right now is they, you know, they fight and maybe win one more and, but they put up a lot of fight this last half of the season and Shad uses that as a, a reason to bring, to bring everybody back. Um, mm -hmm. That's, and, that's, I think that's the scariest part. Like give up on the guy already. And really, there's no – there is – in the past, I've had things to root for. 
Like mm-hmm. even in a bad season, it's like, oh, you know what? Like I want to see, you know, maybe we have a young quarterback we think might be the answer. So you want to see them string a few together at the end of the season. Maybe, you know, maybe we, we have a brand new coach and we know their coach isn't going anywhere. And so you're like, okay, well, we want you, we want to finish the season with some momentum and so that everybody can have a good feeling going into the following season. Well, there, I can't think of a single reason why I would want them to win any games other than to feel good about it in that fleeting moment immediately after the victory, right. Of, of, Oh, wow. My team just beat the Steelers say this weekend or something like, you know, we hate the Steelers. You always want to beat the Steelers, but I'll still like, there won't be a single moment in that game, I guess, from my, my bedroom, uh, <laughs> my, my bedroom <laughs> TV I'll be watching on Sunday. There won't be a single moment in that game though. If it's looking like we might win where I'll be like, ah, you know what? Like, yeah, screw it. Maybe we need to beat the Steelers. Cause it, it doesn't do anything. They're still going to go to the fucking playoffs. They're still going to win their division. They're going to be the Steelers, and we'll still be the freaking Jaguars. That's and another I, one that's dangerous is you, if you get caught up rooting against another team that you hate, like you're playing a game against the Titans, and then you get frisky, and you're like, ah, it would feel good to beat the Titans. Not nope. this year, buddy. Not this nope, year. Nope, 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 nope. And I guess that's where, like, Solly already ratted me out. Um, I'm going to be found guilty again because if we beat the Steelers, I'm going to – enjoy it and i'm gonna talk so much shit but i also think that the redskins are gonna win oops not allowed to say that word though the washington football team is um gonna win another game and once they do we have a buffer zone and we won't win another game after we get the steelers so i'm not really too concerned about it so i almost feel like i might as well enjoy the one more win we get because it's not it's still going to effectively put us in the same spot tank wise no, I mean, well, how bad are you going to feel if we beat the Steelers, but then the the Jets go on to win uh, to win a game, right? Yeah, I won't feel bad because I already talked about that. I only see one one quarterback right now, and it's Justin Fields. Oh uh, well, I mean, give me the best quarterback possible, or at least the choice for the new regime to decide who that quarterback is. I'll always take. I will take that choice of being able to decide uh, between the top two or three guys who I want. I'll, you know, in a situation like this, I would always take having that choice over winning a meaningless game. That's and here's that's where, that's where I'm at with it. I, I will get it, zero. Here's the issue: Dave Caldwell is going to be the GM again. No one wants that to happen, but of course it's going to happen because why wouldn't it happen? And the last time he took the first quarterback available, who was it? What's that? The last time Dave Caldwell took the first quarterback available, I, I mean. Took, it, I, are you comparing prospect-wise Trevor Lawrence to nope. Blake Bortles? I'm not, but what I am comparing is that RGM obviously took the wrong quarterback. And then you look at some a team like the Chicago Bears, who obviously took the wrong quarterback. And then you look at a team like the, the right. Giants. So, so that's why the R- I, see where you, I see where you're getting at. Like so the evaluation matters. But, well, no, but, that, and that's the thing. You let – if the, the early quarterbacks are going to be the tools guys who are always – Maybe don't don't pan out, and I'm about to have to cough, so I gotta stop talking. But I just I don't really care if we're picking first overall. Ooh. But you, here's the thing: you cannot like everything you just said makes great sense, but it has nothing to do with this situation because like everybody, if you're worried about Dave Caldwell making the <laughs> wrong call on yeah. either Fields or Lawrence or you know say Trey Lance or Zach Wilson or Kyle Trask ends up being the best quarterback out of this class, whatever. <laughs> If you're worried about that, everybody in their – every single GM 
in the league, an assistant GM and their mom and their cousins and their uncle Ned's, every one of them would take Trevor Lawrence number one overall. If if Dave Caldwell, if Dave so, Caldwell, so, so if he if he fucks it up and he by you know if he has that ability to take Trevor, like that's what I'm talking about. So you've almost kind of made my argument for me to a degree because if Caldwell is going to be back, take that choice out of his hands. Can we stop Have saying Caldwell one? being back? Can we just put our foot down and not say that in the universe? No, he'll be no, back. We, we, we can't. Yeah. We, can't, we have to put a hard fucking line in the sand and quit talking about <laughs> shit like this. Because this is how shit permeates. And I will also say, if Dave Caldwell took was back, and this is the last time I'm going to fucking say that, uh, if he took Kyle Trask. That was, that was really quick. The, my he guy took here Kyle didn't want Trask, to say it anymore, but then the very, the very next thing he took he Kyle is, Trask at one overall, he should be fired before he takes the fucking second first-round pick. I'm not yeah, talking is, about him taking yeah. Kyle Trask. I said if, if at the end of the day – I know. I'm talking to Dillard. With being, his, his, Dave is going to take the wrong quarterback. We need to quit talking about Dave being the GM. Well, so for that matter, say they make Tony Khan the GM or say they hire <laughs> Thomas Dimitrov or some other slap dick, right? Like whatever – Take that ability to make the wrong decision out of their hands because it, what you can live with five years from now, 10 years from now, if Trevor Lawrence doesn't end up being the, the best quarterback out of this class, what you can live with as a fan and as an organization is that you had the number one pick and you took the clear number one guy. And if he doesn't end up being the best one, then that's fine because everybody else in that scenario would have taken him too. So you, you can't. You know, I don't know. To me, it, it, you you sound like you're you're saying like you know if, if I jump off a bridge, are you gonna jump off a bridge with me? No, I don't know what you're saying. I want them to draft a quarterback. I don't give a fuck which one they take, and oh. I think that's because I don't. We're it's a crapshoot, and it doesn't really matter what I think or they think because often, well, more often than not, when it comes to draft prospects, especially quarterbacks, I'm wrong. I thought Mahomes was gonna be terrible, and I thought Kyler Murray was going to be terrible, and they're both sick as fuck and shows you I don't know anything. So whoever we take, I don't really care. I'm going to put that out there and permeate that. That Maybe that's also why I'm past the – I want Trevor Lawrence and I want to pick the first pick because I just don't care. Maybe that's got something to do with this season. But Yeah, I, I just – I want the ability – I don't want to turn around and they take – you know, Lawrence ends up being really good. Right. But then they take Fields, and he ends mm-hmm. up being, like, the third or fourth best guy. And or I understand don't, that. they like, don't take Fields, mm-hmm. and they, they take somebody else, mm-hmm. and Fields does end up being good. I right. can live with them just taking the consensus best guy to come out in the last three or four years. Yeah. I can live with them taking that guy, and if he ends up not being great. If he falls. Right. And, I mean, everything everything you're saying makes sense, and I agree with what you're saying. But I think because of just how I view the whole situation, I'm. I don't until we become a team that's you know, looking like we could be drafting in the number one spot, which would mean that the Jets have won a game, and that conversation starts going there. Then maybe I will uh, look at Trevor Fields or Trevor Fields. There we go. We're just gonna combine them. We'll, we'll take them it. both. And you know what? That's it. Love you, JB. But no. Um, <laughs> Maybe maybe if we get there, I'll start looking at Trevor Lawrence as more of a, let's use the word, viable option. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's all we're doing right now. We're projecting what's right. going to happen the rest of the season, right? I mean, it kind of what brought us down this path to begin with is, is uh, was the conversation about 
would you be happy if we won one? And I just, I can't find any joy or happiness. First of all, it's, it's hard for, unfortunately, it's hard for me to find a ton of joy and happiness with, with this organization at the moment, period. Um, <laughs> it's but, very, very easy for me to not root for them to win in the moment and to root against them. When it feels, it, 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 you know, I, we've talked about this in weeks past on the podcast. It feels so... It, it's a crazy feeling to me to be so comfortable with how happy I am when they lose. Right. Almost to the point, I, I know you're going to say something, Dylan, but what, I, what I'm going to say is almost to the point to where I'm like, maybe this is really the secret to Jaguars fandom. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I, I have to just start. Maybe I have to just, maybe it's opposite day. And when they lose, it's good. <laughs> when right. they win, it's bad. Maybe that's what we need. To... We've been doing yeah, it like, wrong I... for a long, long time. Yeah, and I want to let it be known, like, as soon as we lost, I was like, fuck yeah, we lost. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not at all, like, trending towards, like, eh, the losing's not fun. Like, I think it's totally cool. And I think it could have something to do with who we were playing. Like, it's the Packers, Aaron Rodgers. Like, you, you oh, find yourself cool in hell to watch. It was fun to watch him playing good defense and frustrating him. And, yeah, yeah it's and fun. I, I think, like, that's what I get caught up in. And then it being the Steelers, because if it was – the Texans or the Colts and like I probably, you know, someone people disagree. Even the Titans this year, I don't give a fuck if we lose to any of them. Well, I don't care if we lose like if if we were playing the Steelers and us beating them would ruin something for them, mm, then but, maybe I would be like, but to who oh, so they're not gonna be undefeated anymore if we beat them? They're still yeah. gonna win their division. They're still on a are on a you know, a crash course towards probably going fairly deep into the playoffs like they've got a good team they're a freaking kinda, solid organization yeah i mean kind of true but also what could happen is they could lose to the jaguars and then lose to the Bengals and then lose to and we could also you know be the, the catalyst into a shitstorm. but yeah, that but you know even i'm just saying man i'm just saying i'm being what does I'm that being, do for me what does for that you, really do maybe for me? nothing i i what does I, it do for any of us what does it do for the jaguars does no, it give nothing, us a better pick bro nothing uh, it would have no impact on the pick because either way we're going to pick second because the Washington football team is going to win another game. But I just don't – I don't know. I, I guess I'm so bored with the fact – like I didn't even know this football game was on tonight. Like I knew there was a game, but I didn't know that these two sick teams were playing each other. I'm just so out of it this year for the first time ever, and I think that, again, like you guys are saying, it has a lot to do with when they lose, who cares? Like I'm, all, I'm almost expecting it. And – this year as a fan, like, I'm not playing fantasy football or anything. So, it's literally, like, watch a Jaguars game and then check out. So, them being so extremely bad, I like, I, I texted the group earlier, like, besides the C.J. Henderson stuff that we were talking about him going on IR and stuff, I have no idea what's going on with the Jaguars. The most important Jaguar news that I've seen before C.J. Henderson going on IR is that Tad's getting a new job. Rest in peace, Tad. Rest in peace. So the homie Tad. All your time waiting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I can tell you it. this. Uh, Washington plays Cincinnati this week, and then they play the uh, Cowboys next week. Uh, the other two and seven teams right now are, first of all, Washington and Dallas are both two and seven, and they play. Yeah, Dallas is the sneaky one that you got to watch out for. Creeped in yeah. yeah. I see. I think. Pick. With Andy Dalton coming back, they'll be they'll win. He looked 
plenty good enough to beat the Eagles another time and split with the Giants and the Redskins. Damn, I did it again. That division is so terrible, though. Yeah. And that's I a mean, good thing. And that's a good thing yeah. because both of those They'll teams are two out. and seven, and both of them are in draft or quarterback territory potentially. Yeah. Um, and but those two are each other out. the two and seven teams are those two who they play each other. So one of them gets a guaranteed win there. Uh, mm-hmm. Alex Smith is probably good enough to beat some other teams, like you said, Andy Dalton maybe. Uh, Houston is another two and seven team, and then the Chargers. Obviously, uh, Houston's pick is going to Miami. They're not in the quarterback market. Chargers are not really in the quarterback market, but they could be, you know, if those teams get below us, obviously Mm -hmm. the trade value is going to be high. So that's still something to worry about. But these are teams that are already one game ahead of us, and it seems like all of them have a a pretty good chance of winning at least one more. So that gives us a one-game buffer against. Maybe. Yeah, and I mean, how fucking terrible would we feel if we're we're picking third and our choice, like, you know, say fields does keep lighting it up and he looks like a stud mm-hmm. and the consensus number two guy, or even maybe the number one guy, um, right. you know, how dumb are we going to feel if fucking the, you know, somebody else <laughs> gets the second pick or picking third and some schmucks trade up to, <laughs> to jump us. Oh, I mean, it would just be the most Jaguar shit ever. All cause we beat the Steelers or I would just fucking. keep rooting for us to lose. Well, I'd be happy with Wilson. I'll say that. How many times have you watched him play? Uh, like twice. Shut up. Once. I'm calling bullshit. You watched him twice. once. Twice. But, but Sully, how many Three times, times did you watch How many times did you watch Mahomes play in college, Sully? Uh, probably like twice. And how many times did you watch um, Allen play in college? The Bills, the good Josh Allen. Oh, definitely. He's not. I don't think I ever watched him. Anyway. Right, that's. That's what we call like whatever the stages you haven't accepted it yet, but you'll get there eventually. He's fucking good. What? He's, he's okay. Pretty, he's pretty good. He's, he's never. Yeah. I mean, he's dude. He's he's, he's good. Yeah, he's still, he, like they're never gonna win big with him. Like I, he's never gonna take him to a Super Bowl. So I, mean, I don't know. Not, that defense is sick, and he's good enough. Who would you rather have like right now, him or Lamar? Oh well, Lamar's not really a quarterback. Yeah, Lamar doesn't look very good. No, he's not very good. He might have like he might have like peaked in high school. I probably would still rather have Lamar though. Wow, you're crazy. Just because he's more exciting. I don't know. Is he? Yeah, I mean, so I'd just rather watch him run around than Josh Josh Allen throw. Allen like, I'd can rather run watch him though. Yeah, I know, but like he, every time he's the type of run around where you're like, oh wow, he's gonna do something stupid now. Okay. I agree. I agree. I mean, Lamar's like Lamar runs. He's like gone. I feel it's like a fucking thoroughbred. Yeah, he's like, oh shit. Like, yeah, that's worth paying to watch. It's super frustrating though to watch a quarterback who's not like not good at all at passing. Yeah, I mean, tell us about your boy from UCF. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I've I've got a lot of experience in it, so I can tell you that watching a quarterback that's not good at passing sucks. Does do? All right, I guess. Does Luton feel better than like? It doesn't mean anything, but does Luton feel better than like the Gabbert Henny years to you guys? I feel like he's better than them. Again, it doesn't mean anything, but it's just funny like how bad our quarterback plays been as a franchise. I don't think you can know with Luton until mm-hmm. I think it's going to take. I don't think we'd even know maybe until next year if he's well yeah and i'm not saying 
I'm not saying no, but just in the two games he's played, he just feels better. Like he he, he feels, feels better like in he's that got more of a like. Yep. Even as a first round pick, I never like thought Blaine and Gabbert was going to be like a top five guy, top ten guy. I was never high on him coming out of college. But again, like I said, I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah. when you watch Luton play, you're like, all right, his arm pops. He makes some really exciting throws. Mm-hmm. But he's also a dumbass. But he's also, like you said, he's a rookie. So we we don't know anything. But I'm just – it's it's just that feel. Like, I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say he has it as, like, a top quarterback. But he doesn't look clueless when he drops in the pocket. He climbs the pocket well. He looks more comfortable in the pocket than Minshew now than Minshew ever has. But I, yeah, I definitely just think, more comfortable in the pocket than Gabbert. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. I think I'd be more comfortable in the pocket than Gabbert. Yeah, but I, no, I, I hear what you're saying with 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 Luton. I mean, he's it's interesting. I think maybe there's a small part of it too, uh, the fact that we that we don't really care about what happens in the games. So yeah, it's fair. like. You know, whereas we're not scrutinizing it quite as much as we would be if he was like a first round pick and, you know, our future depended on him, I guess. He feels better in that there are no expectations attached with him and we could get rid of him tomorrow with no problems at all. For sure, for sure. And like I was, realistically. I mean, I was calling the guy Jake Futon for the majority of uh, the season since he it's, got here. So he's, he's a better prospect and offered more to the Jaguars than – Tavin Brown never did, which is hilarious. Well, it, the crazy thing is, is we probably right now have two quarterbacks between him and Minshew that are better than the last what three that we drafted, or you know yeah. what? I mean, the, yeah, the, the last, last handful for sure. Early yeah. drafts, I feel you. Like yeah, early, early drafts. Draft. Yep. Wow, That's interesting. DK Metcalf just got hit in the yeah. face with a ball. Hit him right. Hit him so hard in the bottom face mask that it shifted his head back. Great. Um, so what else you got, Sally? I've got I've got to get my COVID rest here. Doctor's orders. Yeah, I think um, I think that's really about it. Shout out to the entire Kenny Lurie administration. You guys are a bunch of fucking nerds. Like <laughs> Jordan or whatever his name is, Jordan oh, Ellsbury. Goober, bro. You're a freaking kook, bro. You are a <laughs> punk. Brian Hughes, you're a punk. Every one of you carpet bagging motherfuckers can take yourselves and kindly get the hell out of Jacksonville. Go on to your next grift in a couple of years. Nobody here who actually pays attention to what's going on in this city has a single ounce of respect or admiration for you. You guys are a bunch of fucking punks. Like you are. You and you're running around this city right now because most people, most people, the vast majority of people who live here don't pay attention to local politics and to the, and to the goings ons. And you guys run around here. Like you are a bunch of freaking badasses, but you're not, you're nerds. Okay. You're nerds. Every one of you, you probably were serious dorks in high school. Um, you're, you're freaking nerds and you're trying to make up for your lack of something. I don't know what it is, but those of us that aren't complete idiots, or rubes or dorks we see right through you i just wanted to put that out there okay we see right through you and yeah shout out to tommy hazuri yeah well whatever Bro, he flamed he flamed on me today in the city council meeting <laughs> yeah so he's gonna play the audio there. right now Maybe I'll get it ask a question and i'll answer it i don't know 
last several weeks, and I look at our council auditor to give us the answers. She has no answers. You'll think that she would like to be able to respond and, and offer suggestions? Absolutely she would. But not hearing from anybody since that last meeting until yesterday, you don't skip the meeting. You cancel the meeting on Tuesday to have it yesterday, a day before we come into this meeting. No, it's not the first time y'all have done stuff like that. So that's what I'm saying, and that's how I'm speaking. Miss Morgan, <laughs> you roasted his ass, dude. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, I second uh, that that motion. Fuck all those nerds. You know what's you know what's fun is when uh, the mayor of your city gets on Twitter and says that uh, we live rent free in his head when he's the one that's adding us on Twitter with with yeah, ass. and he's the mayor. Yeah. You want to know what else is funny is when the mayor of your city starts an argument and can't finish it, and that super loser ass Jordan kid has to come and jump in and start arguing for him. Yeah, and that's that's how you know that they're nerds, bro. Yeah, that's how you know, and that's how you know that they. It, it's funny. It's usually that person who screams the most, or those people that scream the most about winning or you know not being wrong. Uh, those are the people that are or so, not caring what people think, right? They're, they're yeah. the ones who scream the loudest. Oh, we don't care what you think. We don't care what people think. You know, yeah, yeah you do, bro. You're yeah. on free. You're the freaking chief of staff for the city of Jacksonville. You're on Twitter talking to some guy whose account says Brad Meester fan account. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, but little did you know that like it's probably not the type of debate or argument that you want to get into, but you didn't know that, but you're still mm -hmm. really, really fucking sad because you're engaging with this Twitter account that you don't even know what it is. Um, that's, that is the epitome of what's wrong with this city, those guys. And yeah, that's my last word. <laughs> I just love it. Our bios are so obvious. Mine literally says, I've probably made you mad. <laughs> it's just screaming. <laughs> Oh man. Mine says the tweet was a joke. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's so <laughs> obvious. And they just sit there and I don't know, they're a bunch of clowns. Cap said it really great. Um a second, third it. Most of you guys probably agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> doubting there's many, many hardcore Lenny Curry supporters that, that oh, yeah, listen to this, this one. <laughs> and if you are, appreciate the listen. Appreciate the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be sure to leave a for uh was it four star or five star review? I don't know what it is. You five can either good. don't leave a four. You can either leave a five or you can leave a one because that's all. Yeah, we that's have. all we get. Ones we get are fives and ones. That's it. Fair enough. Is that it, boys? That's it, boys. Love you, JB. That's it, man. Love, Love you, Cap. JB. Hope you feel Cap. better. Bro. Hope you feel better, bro. Thank you, fellas. Keep I, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna thoughts. text you earlier and say, hey, if you want, I'll swing by and pick up Jackson. But I realized how bad of an idea that'd be for the game on Sunday. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, you well, want to throw your little infected kid in your in my car? We'll get well, down to the he, stadium and pass it on. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting tested tomorrow. We're gonna make sure everybody else in the fam is okay. But you I know, feel that still got a quarantine and whatnot. So yeah, got to play it safe. Stuff we've been through it already once. So yes, sir. Yeah, man. So, all right, everybody out there, keep a uh, COVID cap in your, in your, in your thoughts and prayers. Love you, JB. Peace and peace, um, COVID cap. That's it. Love you, JB. Love you, JB.
Gucci Man and Jeezy are going bar for bar on verses right now. I'll mean, rewatch like, it how tomorrow. Does, how does Jeezy even compete in that, though? What's up? Like, how does Jeezy compete in that? He doesn't. He just has like, to. <laughs> he has to play all of his hits early. So and I fucking love Jeezy. I fucking yeah. love Jeezy. I like, like Jeezy a lot too, but there. But ain't come on, <laughs> like. Mike Tomlin said that uh, he said he's taking Jeezy tonight. I said Jaguars by three. 